Don't let the noise of others' opinions drown out your own inner voice. And most important, have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. They somehow already know what you truly want to become. Welcome to Connect Back In Podcast. I'm Morgan King, your host, and I'm so passionate about sharing with you the spiritual concepts that have transformed my life. It is not always an easy path, but I know within my soul that if it's good on the inside, it's good on the outside. Through interviews with experts and my personal experience, we will break down how to live a spiritual life in today's society. My hope is that you find the inspiration and support you need as you explore your own journey to connect back in. Hey, it's Morgan King with Connect Back In. Thank you so much for listening. As always, you might be out running or cooking or driving somewhere, maybe to get groceries with your mask on. So thanks for pressing play and listening into today's episode. So I want to talk about two things, which I think are very interrelated, and it's relationships and caring what other people think. Um, relationships across the board, parents, sisters, brothers, friends, coworkers, our intimate relationships, which I think are the most important because they are the people we spend the most time with. Um, and I want to talk about some ways in which we can best support ourselves in those relationships. And then when it comes to what others think, as I mentioned, I think this is very related, is not allowing that to determine the steps that you take for your life. There's obviously social norms in society that we need to meet. We don't need to, but we choose to meet, like wearing clothes out in public and um, not swearing loudly outside of our homes, um, but driving in traffic, abiding the laws and rules and things like that. But there's this another, another layer that can often cloud you in moving in the direction that you really want to take for your life. So, um, Tying back to relationships, I'm going to focus today mostly on intimate relationships. I think there's this idea um, that we put, or my idea is we put too much emphasis on how others are supposed to treat us, especially in our intimate relationship. We have so many expectations for our partners. It's insane. We want them to be our cheerleader. They need to be the person um, that supports us. I mean, that's a cheerleader, but listens to us whenever we want to talk about something. Um, they are the person that's your foundation that you can fall back on. They're your sexual partner. They're all these things. There's so many expectations for that individual. And oftentimes it's a reflection of what's missing within ourselves. So looking at it from a completely different lens, a great example of this is if you're in an intimate relationship and your partner shows up late and it's something important, that is just them showing up late. But oftentimes we can make it mean that they don't care about us. Even though it's just a circumstance and we're tying judgment, opinion, belief to it, stating that means they don't care about me when that person who's running late probably is so concerned and doesn't want to hurt your feelings. They probably care about you more than you even know, but we equate that to they don't care care about me, meaning I'm not enough, I'm not lovable, et cetera, et cetera. And so when we can look at those blankly and 
try and not tie. Maybe in the moment, it'll be challenging to see, oh, they're just running late. It is what it is. Not tying judgment and opinion to it. But then later on, reflecting on why would I feel that that makes me feel or that they don't care about me? Why would I feel that way? What makes me feel that way? And writing it out and diving in deep there, because I think that can not only create a stronger connection between you and your partner, but it helps you alleviate um, the expectations that you have for that other person that they're supposed to save you. They're supposed to complete you. You should already be completed, full, um, fulfilled with who you are as an individual. And our partners are meant to bring out the best in us and to support us. And we have fun with them and they're great, but they are not the weight and energy that brings us our ha- full happiness, our full sorrow. You cannot give someone else in your life that type of power. We are meant to be in control of that for ourselves. And so I've, I do this a lot. And um, if I get frustrated in a relationship beyond my intimate relationship, like with my sister or with a friend, is breaking it down, what am I making this mean? What am I making this mean? Because likely you'll find the goods in there and you'll really begin to break down um, some truths about yourself that are untrue, that aren't serving you. Because if you came into a relationship fully knowing 100% certainty that you are lovable, you're worthy, you're enough, what you desire is great, um, who you are as a being, you don't need to change anything about yourself, you create a completely different dynamic with that other individual than if you require them to fulfill you for those other needs, to assure you that you're enough, to assure you that you're lovable. Um, I think when you're open and expressive about that, that's a completely different thing. But when you're punishing someone for not meeting your needs, when they have no idea even what those are, um, that can create a really challenging dynamic for a relationship. Um, Some other things that I've learned over time with specifically intimate relationships is um, kind of going off of what I just said is you're not responsible for their well-being and they are not responsible for yours. You are fully responsible for how you feel. Um, No one can make you feel inferior without your consent. That's a quote from Eleanor Roosevelt. And it's really important. And it's so, so true. What you allow to hurt you is your choice. That is your choice. Um, You can, someone can say something cruel to you and you can choose not to believe it and not absorb it. And Again, this is generally a reflection of how you truly feel inside. A good example I've heard before and I use a lot is if someone made fun of me for being super tall, I wouldn't take offense to that because I know deep down that I'm not super tall. (laughs) I'm not. I'm 5'7". But if they said something that might trigger me that I believe to be true within myself or something that I have a limiting belief around or fear, such as... um, you're too loud or um i don't know think of a think of something that maybe you really do believe about yourself that hurts you and if somebody said it 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 triggers you and you you give them credit for allowing you to feel bad when ultimately that's you allowing it in so um just other opportunities for us to continue to grow and work on ourselves and don't judge yourself if you feel these feelings or if this is resonating with you this is great 
This allows you to work through those things and grow and build that strength muscle of love within so that nothing outside of you can hurt you. Nothing outside of you can hurt you unless you allow it. Um, So this is kind of tying in forward here to the next topic is um, what others think. And this is so intense. We give people that don't even know who we are or what we're about so much credit. (laughs) We let them influence us in so many different ways. And when we're looking at each other, we're using our own beliefs, our own lenses from our past and deciding who you are. And that's such a small frame um, where you truly know who you are. You truly know what's best for you within. And yet we still allow others a lot of times to determine what's right for us. Um, I actually want to read some portions of Steve Jobs' commencement speech he did at Stanford in 2005. I was talking with a dear friend this morning, and this popped into my mind, and I listened to it. I've listened to it a lot. I think it's extremely valuable and has a ton of really good nuggets within it. But these few pieces are very profound. It'll probably take a few minutes here. So um, he says, remembering that I'll be dead soon is the most important tool I've ever encountered to make me or to help me make the big choices in life. Almost everything, all external expectations, all pride, all fear of embarrassment or failure, these things just fall away in the face of death, leaving only what is truly important. Remembering that you're going to die is the best way I know to avoid the trap of thinking you have something to lose. You are already naked. There is no reason not to follow your heart. Your time is limited, so don't waste it living someone else's life. Don't be trapped by dogma, which is living with the results of other people's thinking. Don't let the noise of others' opinions drown out your own inner voice. And most important, have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. They somehow already know what you truly want to become. Everything else is secondary. Woo! Love it. <laughs> I can hear the like, passion in my voice get a little aggressive. Um, but it's so true. And if you didn't feel something when I read that, um, I'm sure you did. And you want to know why is because that's your internal guidance system going, hell yes, you do. Don't let anyone else define what is right for you in your life. You cannot. Life is way too short. It's too short. And when you're pursuing those things that maybe you're a little apprehensive about because you're scared of what other people think, I guarantee you when you reach those milestones or accomplish those things, if along the way you do experience some of the fears, the joy will drown it out. The joy will drown it out. And the universe will be there to support you in those situations. It's likely, again, an opportunity for you to grow and learn. So what is it that you want to do? If you knew that no, like, I don't know. I told my friend this morning, and this is morbid, and I've talked about it on the podcast before, which makes me sound kind of crazy, but I am kind of crazy. So if you're still listening, great. (laughs) Um, 
think about being on your deathbed and what truly matters for you. And are you living your life that way? Are you making choices every single day that you would be proud of at the end of the road? Because we're all going there and it's inevitable. There's a hundred percent chance that we're going to die. And sometimes we don't live our lives that way. And we make choices based on what we think we're supposed to do or what we should do. I did an episode on that. And if that's what makes you feel good, great. Follow that path. But if you are doing things because you feel like you don't have a choice, you do have a choice. You are not a victim of your circumstances. And you can choose again. And I think making the choice and making the decision and knowing that something else will support you and guide you in the right direction that you're meant for. Mm. How would you live differently? What different choices would you make? Would you still be in that relationship? Would you still live where you live? Would you have the career that you have? How are you spending your time? These questions that sometimes we don't even answer and we passively live each day, not really knowing why we're doing what we're doing. And if you're finding yourself lost and confused, give yourself some time to think about what it is that'll truly make you happy. Because I believe that's why we're actually here, is to experience joy and be kind to others and share love. And even as I say that, I feel like my ego is like, oh, okay, must be nice. <laughs> That's me caring what other people think, for sure. I'm a human being, but don't let it define how you live your life. You can't. It's too short. And they're just projecting onto you their limiting beliefs of why they can't live the life that they want to live. So... Get after it, whatever that looks like to you. I hope everyone's staying safe out there, wearing your mask. And if you found this useful or supportive, let me know. I would love to know and maybe share with a friend who might be feeling a little down or unsure if they're on the right path or not. Um, you're always where you should be. Even if you are unhappy, it's... Uh, telling your guidance system that you're off track and it'll re, uh, redirect you in the right direction. So I'm starting to babble. I'm going to let you go here, but thank you as always for listening and live for you. Until next time. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, then head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We sincerely appreciate your feedback. Stay tuned for another episode of Connect Back In, and thank you for listening.